Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Gateways to Cinema. I am your host, Jacob Lacey, joined again today, as always, by Aaron. Ooh, boy! There's aliens again. <laughs> your most impressive, ooh, boy, and uh, oh, okay. and, uh, probably ever. All right, all right. We'll I take think it. they should keep it up. I think they should get like uh, more elaborate each week. <laughs> okay, I mean, sure. More drawn out, uh, more uh, or try out different accents. You were getting a little southern. It sounded like a little southern in there. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Getting kind of like to the old uh, southern preacher vibe. Yeah. I said. I said. <laughs> oh boy, there's aliens. <laughs> And the love of the aliens will come rain down upon you, brother. <laughs> See, it works for you. <laughs> yeah, okay, okay. I thought it was like a preacher who's preaching about aliens, though. <laughs> Guys, yeah. we're wa- we watched a movie again. This is another episode from the list of 31 Days of Halloween that I was doing that I had four rewatches that were on the other list for Gateways to Cinema, which is, of course, the show where... Aaron, originally, he had a list of 100 movies that he wanted me to watch, and I said, uh-uh, mister, here's 100 movies that I'm going to force you to watch. Not that you even want to watch. You're going to be forced to watch them. And one of those movies is Dark Skies. Uh, Aaron. Yes. What did you know going into this bad boy? I knew nothing. <laughs> okay. Literally nothing. We We talked about this before watching the movie, but... I thought that maybe I had seen the trailer for this back in 2013 when it came out, mm-hmm. and I would like remember something, like some kind of image or scene or anything would spark a memory of seeing that trailer after I watched the full movie. Right. It did not at no. all. I had no idea what was going on in this movie <laughs> or what to expect. Um, okay. I knew Carrie Russell was in it. Mm-hmm. Um, I like I knew the the poster. Did you know it was Aliens? I don't think I knew it was aliens. Oh, even. okay. Interesting. Interesting. Okay. I, that's all. I literally knew it was a horror movie. I knew Carrie Russell was in it. I knew I had heard of it, which is why I thought I had seen a trailer. Mm-hmm. But I swear, I cannot remember a single bit that would have been in that trailer for me to remember. The bit I do remember from the trailers, and this is the only... I, I, before we watched it, I said, I don't remember anything about this movie that wasn't true. I do remember the bird thing. That was in the trailer. Okay. And that yeah. freaked me out. I mean, <laughs> it's like this is scary. That that's the thing is that seems like yeah, a scene that would have been in the trailer, mm-hmm. but it's also such a generic like scene for a horror right. movie that like I wouldn't have been able to place it specifically the dark skies. Right, 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 right. Um, yeah, I mean, I guess why I put it on the list is because I needed a movie to put on the list. Uh, because yeah, like I'm, I'm, I didn't remember anything about this movie until the very not the very end, but like the climax of the movie. I'm mm-hmm. like, I feel like I remember this happening, and then it did happen. I'm like, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, um, we'll I get to that this, in spoilers. But I thought this was gonna be a scenario where like you hadn't actually seen this oh. movie, and you like <laughs> mistakenly logged down letterbox, and then no. you were like, yeah, I've seen this, and you haven't, so I'll put this on the list. And then we we're gonna find out that you hadn't actually watched it at no. all. I've seen this one. I don't know. I don't think this is one I did for Bad Movie of the Week ever. Probably because I didn't remember enough about it to ever do it for Bad Movie of the Week. But no, you um, yeah. So, Dark Skies. Uh, you know, a little movie, a little alien movie. Um, True. 
there's not a lot to say about it without digging into the nitty gritty, but it's just, uh, I think something that's interesting about it is that it is an alien movie but it is playing it more like the paranormal activities and stuff like that it is trying to be more of like the uh more like possession style horror um, yeah which was, is interesting i think it was a bad choice to open it with the um arthur c clark quote that they do yes about um you know two possibilities whether we're alone in the universe or not or whatever mm-hmm. um I think it's a bad choice to open with that quote because then we instantly know it is aliens. Where, yeah. like you're saying, they're they're playing with a lot of these tropes of what what exactly is going on here? Is it a haunted house? Is it a possession? What's going on? Where I think if you left that ambiguous, it would have been a much more interesting first half to this movie. But yeah. the fact that we know it's aliens right from the start because of that quote. It just takes that all away, and then we're like, "Yeah, okay, that's." And they're the even doing aliens. stuff like like uh, Poltergeist, where all the stuff stacked up weird, and it's like, yeah, like they're clearly trying to be like, "Well, what is it?" You know, um, but it's pretty clear <laughs> from that moment forward. And then when you eventually see the thing, you're like, "Okay, <laughs> yeah, this is, <laughs> they're going kind of goofy with it." Gray aliens are really just having a moment uh, right now, at least for us, between this and. Um... What was that movie we just watched? Apollo 18? No, the Hulu one. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, what, what was the name no of that? No One Will Save You. No One Will Save You. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. True. So forgettable, I There's forgot the name already. There's been a weirdly large amount of alien horror movies on my list this year. But, like, even specifically Grey Alien, you yeah, know? True. Like, they're just going for the classic beats. They're not even trying their own, uh, create their own mythology around it. They're just like, listen, those Grey Aliens... I mean, it's fun. it's fun. Yeah, I mean, it is fun because that's like our our collective, uh, you know, mythology of these aliens. Um, right. So it's, yeah, it's fun to play with that. It's interesting, though, that they just are, we watch two so close together. Right. I can't think of all that many movies that stick to the classics, you know? True. True. So. Yeah. What'd you think? I think this is this is a film. I think rating wise, I would give it like one and a half stars. Oh wow! But I would give it a like on Letterbox, mm. and for me, that's that's just kind of in you know an indicator where like this movie is terrible, but mm. I had such fun watching it yeah. that it just kind of raises it up in a, in a way. So I give it like the objective one and a half star rating, but that like. Uh, is is a like a signifier that this is a one and a half star movie that's worth your time okay. because it, it, you gotta like watch it with someone. But mm-hmm. it was just such a funny <laughs> movie in the most unexpected places. <laughs> yeah, and I, I'm be honest with you. Yeah, I liked this a lot better oh. than I remember liking it. Uh-huh. It's not that it's good because it's not. Yeah, but it is so. Like, it, it's playing the hits of possession horror, but with an alien in it. So you're like, this is goofy. Like, I don't know. And then there's a couple just really good funny bits that I'm like, this is... And it's not, like, unintentionally funny. I'm like, this is just... Especially one character, which is the friend of the main little boy. Where he's just maybe one of the all-time great, like, horror, like, um, comedic relief characters. Like, he's so good. For no reason. (laughs) Like, you can clearly tell his dialogue was written by someone who was... Who had no idea how teenagers spoke in 2013. And was doing their best job to mimic it. 
Um, but that kid was selling it, you yeah, know? he was like, great. <laughs> he was great. There's a, a bit within after the bird scene where he's jumping on a trampoline with the dead birds on it. It was making me crack up so hard. <laughs> I'm like, I don't even think I noticed how, like, darkly funny that is, but it's, it's very good. It's such an authentically, like, 13-year-old, yeah, like, uh, dirt best bag, friend. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. the kind of friend you would have had at 13. <laughs> yeah, you're like, all right. Let you're me just, like, let me just get into high now, school like, and we was, can just... <laughs> what was wrong with that kid? <laughs> yeah, right. What was, what was going on in the home life there? Yeah. Um, yeah, but, uh, I, I'd probably go, like, two and a half on this one. Like, it's, I, it's, it's bad, but there is enough that I'm like, this is interesting what they're trying to do, at least, that I would give it a little bit more of a pass. And also, Carrie Russell, <laughs> you know? She's great. She's trying. Yeah, that's, she's trying that's something. That's for sure. Even the bit where, uh, J.K. Simmons is in the movie, his bit that he does... He sells it for as stupid of a role that is. I'm like, J.K. Simmons is a good actor, you know? He is. He is, yeah. And I, I, I do like that he he is one of those actors that gives, like, a different vibe in each performance he's in, you know? Like, mm-hmm. I think he's one of those actors that could just easily cash that paycheck and just do, like, a J.K. Simmons, Simmons thing, yeah. each one. But each of his performances that I've seen has felt unique in some way mm-hmm. you know some kind of difference in the cadence that um makes them actually feel like different characters yeah yeah he's good he's good so i don't i would recommend it on the basis of yeah watch it with a friend laugh about the silly stuff just enjoy it just enjoy, have a good time but hey if you haven't seen it or you or if you have seen it or you just don't care about spoilers, we're going to get into those spoilers now. Aaron, mm-hmm. is there any place you would like to start? So was this, like, director, was he, like, going through a hard time in his personal life when he was making this? Because mm. it just felt like a very authentic, <laughs> like, dysfunctional home life scenario. <laughs> yeah. I was like, oh, God, was this was this guy, like, going through a divorce at the time? Because this feels so much like a, like a fill-in insert thing of a... Uh, these are the arguments I was having, but what if... Yeah, there was also There an were alien. aliens instead <laughs> that we could blame our problems on. <laughs> mm, that's interesting, that's interesting. I think there is, yeah, um, like the dr- family drama stuff is not always great, but there are a couple moments that I'm like, yeah, that's just like a perfect like one-two punch. Like, when the one kid has, like, the seizure in the woods, and then they're, like, being like, why is he branded? What's going on? And then the other kid comes home, and her friend's like, did you hit your kid? <laughs> like, oh, my God. Just that level of, oh, my God, everything is going wrong at once. It's just, it's actually very well done. I do love the pile-on where it's, like, the, um... They're, they're having money troubles, and they repeatedly mm-hmm. make mention of this money troubles. Mm-hmm. And then the aliens just keep doing things that cause them to make all these big purchases. Yes. They're like, oh, we gotta restart the home uh, alarm system. <laughs> oh, we gotta buy home security cameras and install them everywhere. Oh, we gotta go out and get a shotgun and, let's, and, and a dog and all yeah. these. It's like this family is already like <laughs> struggling to pay their bills. And then these aliens come in, and they're just like... <sighs> We gotta, we gotta fit in the budget, the, the alien <laughs> the defense, alien uh, <laughs> we're cutting back on the cable, uh, for sure. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah. 
that is pretty wild. It, I was also noticing that watching it this time. I'm like, man, they're buying a lot of stuff. <laughs> <laughs> like, charge that card. That's that's free money, baby. Just charge that card. I wish they would have done more with that. I mean, obviously he gets the the dad gets a job again, mm-hmm. like halfway through the movie, so they presumably would have been more financially stable. But like, or at least I don't think he starts until he, after the forest. He wouldn't so have he, had a paycheck. Yeah. Right, 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 right. I, w- I wish they had done more with that. I wish yes. they had continued that thread and actually really hammered home that like they're they're just exhausted all the limited resources they Going had. Full on. home alone on yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, yeah. That would have been interesting. That would have been funny. I, yeah, this movie's interesting, man. <laughs> In like the most uninteresting way. Where <laughs> you're just like, there's a lot of things that I'm like, this could have been something. And then you're just, they just kind of deflate by the end. And then the ending is so, that's what I, all right, so we can talk about the thing that I kind of remembered as the ending was starting. I'm like, I feel like they're like so scared they're going to take the young kid and then they end up taking the older one. And that is what happens. Um, I remember like being like, no, when that happened. Um, Because, you know, this is such a tame it's more of a thriller than a horror movie, but man, I was spooked by it. I was yeah. like, "Oh gosh!" As, as the oldest sibling, you were yeah. uh, you were like, "I, oh, like, I, don't I thought it was free. <laughs> I thought it was safe, man." Um, it's such a weird ending too. After that, where they're like, oh, "They did reach out to him first. It's like, oh, okay, like, yeah. why does it matter? He's taken now. Like, <laughs> it's a very weird sequence." Like, you could have just taken that whole bit out and then just left the walkie-talkie thing, you know? Yeah. Like, that would have been fine. I don't know why they tried to, like, yeah, bill it like a like a big twist ending that they were setting up the whole time. Right, because the the J.K. Simmons character even says that it, they usually re- get the one that they reach out to first, but not always. You know, yeah. it's whoever they can isolate, is what he said. So it's like, well, yeah, you isolated the kid who's going through, you know, growing up as a tease 13. Like, yeah, the easiest one to isolate, of course. Um, yeah, so just a weird choice. Uh, I thought something that's kind of interesting is that Kerry Russell's character's name is Lacey and spelt like my last name is spelt. So that's kind of weird. That's the most interesting thing you had to say uh, about yeah. this movie. Yeah, that's about, that's about it. Here's the thing. Yeah. If I didn't get a job, but all it took was lying about getting a job to get Carrie Russell to say she was proud of me, I'd lie too, brother. (laughs) I would lie too, Josh Hamilton. Dad in eighth grade. I was what? I was looking him up because I couldn't oh, remember he? where he like I'm like he looks so familiar. He's the dad, He's in, the eighth dad in eighth grade. I'm pretty sure. And we're gonna need a fact check on that, but I'm pretty sure. I mean, he's in eighth grade. Right. I didn't click on the cast list. I just saw yeah. that and I was like, yeah, yeah he's he, the dad. he is the dad in eighth grade. Yeah. I was having some at... wacko pulls in this movie. By the <laughs> way, were. the cop is the cop from Wandavision. <laughs> the the uh, home security guy is Arwen from Sweet Life of Zack and Cody, and then the guy with the red hair that is one of the clients yeah. is from Hell House. I'm like, what is happening? It's a murderer's row of background actors. <laughs> Have they made like a horror movie called Murderers Row? And then oh, it's like a, like a full like all star cast kind of horror murder mystery kind of thing. Like they have to have done I'm that, right? I'm looking it up. Well, there's Murderers Row from 1966. Is that what the premise was, though? I doubt it. 
I, I mean, I don't know who the big stars. No, would have been it's in. like a spy movie, like very James Bond ripoff type thing. Was it like an all star cast? It's got Dean Martin. Okay. I have not heard of it. I wasn't alive in the '60s, so I don't know any of these other people. But maybe they were famous at the time. Right. It's unclear. Um, yeah, that's a good idea, though. I feel like that has to happen. That's a very good idea. Who would, you, who would you get in it? Um, would you get Josh Hamilton? <laughs> I think he. I think he's big enough now. Eh, okay, sure. He played the dad in eighth grade. Huh? True, he did. He did do that. He though. was a good dad in that movie. And he a was. terrible dad in this movie. <laughs> he, the yeah. man has range. He has range. He can be <laughs> lots of different dads. Um Just the the moment when he uh when he like walks across the street and like pushes his <laughs> kid. friend. Well, and then like people are overblowing a little bit. Like, yeah, okay, it's wrong to push a kid down. However, when the kid, when his son's like, you beat up my friend, I'm like, he didn't beat him up. You know, he, he was probably going to, but he didn't get to do it. I think, I think pushing a kid is We probably... all punch that kid. Come on, come on. We all know. Lots of dads would want to punch that right. kid. Few, oh, dude. few would. Few would. But when you're, that's the thing, when you're a man at the end of his rope, all it takes is one little seizure, and then you're going to punch a kid, you know? Wild. The thing is, and up until that point, I was like, there were so many moments in, like, this film where I thought the dad was going to like it. Like, the, the scene where the kid was, like, yelling in the park, I yeah. was so worried that the dad he's was going like, to, like, slap him out of it. I've and, like, seen this movie, and I didn't remember, so I was like, he's going to hit that kid. I, I, yeah, I thought it was going to build into that narrative of, like, the calling the CPS on them. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I was like, why is this the the direction they're choosing to go? And then he didn't hit it. I was like, okay, yeah. okay, he's going to stay a good, good dad. And the next scene... He runs across the street and starts beating up this other kid. Well, he's still a good dad. <laughs> he didn't do that to his kids. <laughs> right. You know, he's a bad person, but a good dad. Okay. Kind of like. Nope, I was going to... I don't I don't want to go there. I don't know who you were It wasn't going to be personal. <laughs> I was just going to pick a really bad guy out of history and then say, but they were a good dad. But I didn't want to even go down that road. Okay. So. <laughs> Okay. Um. Uh. Yeah. Dark skies. Dark skies. I. Uh. You know the bird things. I mean, it's generic, but I think they. You know, do a decent job of framing it in this. That's yeah. the thing about this movie. I don't think it's shot badly. Like it looks okay. It looks generic, but it looks okay. Sure. Yeah. Nothing special. But no. It's not. But it's not atrocious. It's not like oh god, incoherent. what am I looking at? Why Blumhouse make this? Why did Blumhouse make this? I mean, this? this was 2013. This is what this was their bag back then. It's kind of their bag now. <laughs> no, their bag is completely spent on Exorcist. Yeah, believer. they don't they don't have any more money. Uh. They don't have a bag anymore. <laughs> um, and they're not making that back. We all know that. No, 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 no. Definitely not. 
Speaking of the bird thing, I just yeah. I do love that they like follow through on the bird thing too, where it's like mm-hmm. the bird thing happens. A lot of horror movies would do that like bird thing happening, but then they like actually call like the animal control in and mm-hmm. they're like investigating and they go through their whole procedure and they're like, yeah, we're gonna investigate it, follow up on it. Like there's so much more to that bird thing yeah. than any other movie would devote to it. And, and then it's just it's a part of the drawings that she finds too. Like yeah. the birds are a part of it. It's just so funny that they just went so overboard on like this thing that any other horror movie would have just been like, yep, birds fly into windows, it's a sign something spooky's going on here, and yeah. then this one's like, we got to eliminate the <laughs> right. scientific possibilities. Well, you know, it's it's the, the crisis of faith the dad's going through, you know? He's like, I, I believe in science, I'm a science man, I'm a science man, and I've got a business wife. And I love my goddamn wife. <laughs> Not, he doesn't love her so much that he won't uh, gaslight the hell out of her, though. So, that's unfortunate. Listen, if he was doing half the things that he was doing, but like if I were Carrie Russell, I'd be like, all right, bucko, you can hit the road, Jack. Get out of here. <laughs> you just want Carrie Russell to yourself. But I'm saying if I was Carrie Russell. You're both Carrie Russell and want to be with Carrie Russell in this scenario, aren't you? No, I'm just Carrie Russell. <laughs> Listen, in that in the scenario where I'm telling Josh Hamilton to take a hike, bucko, uh-huh. um, I am Carrie Russell. Now, once he is gone and my soul has left the body of Carrie Russell, maybe my body soul intact, you know. That seems unethical to me. Well, to, she, to she, like <laughs> take possession of Carrie Russell's soul. No, I'm break not possessing her with her it. Husband I'm just telling and her, then hey, maybe that'd be a good in. idea. Well, I was her, <laughs> so it's that's different. the part that makes it bad. I'm not possessing her. All right, I would never possess her. You know, like she's her own woman. <laughs> we gotta move on. All I'm saying is, is it ethically dubious? Sure. But all made-up scenarios are ethically dubious. (laughs) Yeah, what point? This could never happen. Probably. I'm gonna get, like, a weird, like, restraining order from Gary Russell. She's got people listening to every episode that mentions Dark Skies. And she's like, I know some, some weird dude is gonna get really weird with it. And I'm like, oh no. She knew. And you were that dude. I was that dude. We'll let you know next week if I get the cease and desist. (laughs) Wild. How'd you like the aliens? They look cool. I mean, they kind of just hid them in shadows the entire time because they didn't want to bother spending money on actual aliens. Right. They also looked like claymation-y. Like, not really, though. Not, like, good claymation. They just looked goofy. I don't know what you're... What I'll you shut mean up by that. that. <laughs> I don't know that one, then. I didn't... I don't... I don't know what you mean by, like, they were moving, like, claymation. No. No? What, what do you they mean They were just lumpy. That? Like, they were made of clay. Yeah, they were, they were made of clay. I don't think they were that lumpy, were the they? The gray they was seem, made of clay. I, they seemed kind of smooth, right? right? You'd think. <laughs> but then you get closer and you can really see all the nooks and crannies. 
They don't let us that close to them, though, is what I'm saying. I think we only ever... I watched a different cut of the movie. <laughs> he says, I've been a naughty alien. <laughs> and there's, like, a weird scene where the kid's watching porn at the beginning, which, of course, is, you know, bastard of a friend has porn tapes for some reason. <laughs> In 2013, and Aaron goes, "This better come back." <laughs> and it no, no, does. no. I said, "I hope it doesn't come back." Oh, you said, you "Because hope it it'd be so much funnier if it didn't." Yeah, yeah <laughs> like yeah. that's just our introduction to that character, and then it doesn't play into anything down the road. Right. He was having an epic game of mortal, uh, not mortal combat, an epic game of modern warfare, is what she says. <laughs> Because well, who says? Because they're trying to get him over to the house, and she calls him, and he's like, "Hey, you're supposed to be here." And then the dad's like, "What's going on?" He says he's having an epic game of <laughs> modern warfare. And then the dad goes, "That's what pause buttons are for, brother." And I'm like, "That's the most dad line ever." Like, I dad, I can't pause it. It's modern warfare. It's online. Was that in this movie? Yes, that's that at the happen? very beginning. Yes. I think I lost time. I think the aliens got to me. I don't remember yeah. that at all. No, yeah, they say it, and I'm like, that's just so authentic, Dad. <laughs> I was like, that's good. That's good. Um, also, I, I appreciated the way they did, uh, like the time being stolen, you know, thing. It's just a scary concept, and I think they do it really well. Where like they wake up, or she wakes up, and it's like, oh, that was a goofy dream I had, and. Uh, but it was real. It was real. I, I I appreciate that in a movie where it's a fake out of a dream fake out. You know? Yeah. Because no, I, I almost was, was like, oh, is that really a dream? Like, yeah. I don't remember. I'm like, that's so stupid. And I'm like, oh, okay, it was real. All right. That's kind of interesting. Yeah. And then they do that fake dream thing uh, a couple more times after that. And, yeah. and the other each, times it is a real time. dream, though. Yeah. <laughs> With the dad, it is. I'm like, why'd they do that? That's weird. That's what makes it... Yeah. yeah, very frustrating. Like, why did you choose to, like, make this sometimes a dream and sometimes not a dream? Right. Yeah, that's a good question. You want me to ask? Maybe the whole thing was a dream. Our collective dream, because we're in the simulation of the greys. Do you want me to ask Scott Stewart? I'll give him a call. Are you bothering him? What's he uh, been up to since? Uh, he's not been busy. Uh, <laughs> he directed uh, Legion, which was before this. Um, okay. Yeah, and, that makes um, sense. Gosh, well, this was his last movie. He did do a uh, section in Holidays, apparently. Okay. I'd love to tell you what one. I don't remember any section in Holidays except for Kevin Smith's one. Yeah, well, that's all I gotta say about that. <laughs> okay. Yeah, so he hasn't been busy, so I don't think I'll be bothering. <laughs> I'm just surprised. I, I feel like once you're in the Blumhouse rotation, you should be able to like get a gig here and there, you know? It makes me wonder. <laughs> you know? Something happened with this guy? Allegedly? I feel like maybe, uh, maybe he just was exhausted by the uh, bad reviews. Uh, I mean, if you... This got really good reviews. Did it? No. <laughs> I just wondered if I could trick you into believing it. Yeah, I wouldn't believe that. Uh, let's see. 
It's just, it's so exactly like so many other horror films that came out around that time that I know did get bad reviews. Like, there was no, there was no reason why this one would not get right. the same reviews. Well, the really great um, performances in it. Mm-hmm. From When a Date with Josh Hamilton. <laughs> That's a little When a Date with Todd Hamilton joke for you. Do you not know that movie? I don't know that movie. No. Oh, it's what a date is it? It's with Tad, with Tad Hamilton is the movie. Look it up. I bet you do know it. While I look this up, <laughs> you know that's we good. That's good be, radio. We can't right? both be looking things up. That's good radio. When a date with Tad Hamilton. I I I don't know this movie. No. Well, win a date with him, dude. I don't know what to tell you. All right, here we go. We've got his uh, IMDb pulled up. Looks like he directed... Um... Okay, so he did the Christmas segment of Holidays. Okay. After this, he directed some of uh, a couple episodes of Defiance. Okay. And an episode of Dominion. And then an episode of Siren in 2018. That's the last thing he's done. Okay. So he's just kind of done, I guess. It seems like he, like, came up with these shows, and he directed the pilot episode of each of them. Well, I mean, that's... J.J. Abrams style. Like, a good gig, then, yeah. If yeah. you just uh, create shows. Imagine that, that a world where, money. like, he went on to make <laughs> episode seven of Star Wars. <laughs> this guy I mean, just starts shows, and then he's like, alright. We probably still would have gotten Carrie Russell in a wasted role. Uh... True. Sorry, Bliss was not wasted. Let's calm down. Jacob. <laughs> Sorry, Bliss was great. Jacob, it's great been character. years. You don't have to still cope uh, with how bad that movie was. It's the uh, it's the greatest movie of all time. I'm just kidding. No, it's not. Um, you know, the, uh, listen. Yeah. Is it good? No. Yeah. Do I think its hate is overstated? Absolutely. No. Absolutely, absolutely it is. not. Just like every sequel movie, its hate is overstated. Every sequel movie, yeah, that's a bold take. Why? What do you mean? Every sequel movie's hate is overrated. Uh, in Star Wars, oh, okay. <laughs> every sequel trilogy is what I meant to say. Sorry, every sequel. <laughs> do you think they can hear that? I am. If they can, I'm gonna leave it in. <laughs> now we're gonna get copyright claimed. There was just a radio being very loud <laughs> next to us. Um. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sorry. Now I'm watching Scott Stewart's uh, thing. What thing? His thing. I don't know what you'd call it. Well, now I'm looking at the cast of Win a Date with Tad Hamilton. <laughs> okay, so we're, in it? we're definitely all Tell me about it. I mean, lots of people I know. Yeah. Kate Bosworth's in it. Uh-huh. Topher Grace. Mm-hmm. Josh Duomo. Nathan Lane. Sean mm-hmm. Hayes. Gary Cole. Jennifer Goodwin. Katherine Hahn. Octavia Spencer. Amy Smart. Yeah. Stephen Tobolowski. I have to get all the way to Wendy Worthington before I know <laughs> find someone I don't know. Do I know Wendy? I mean, I've seen movies she's in. Yeah, she looks familiar. I don't think I know her, though. No, but... Oh, she's in Mannequin 2 on the move, though, so... She also went Win a Date with Tad Hamilton. Yeah. I... Now you gotta watch it. I can't believe you've never heard of Win a Date with Tad Hamilton. And how come Jordana Brewster and Paris Hilton are so far down on this list? They might be cameos. <laughs> like, they're, like... Like, um, like, other celebrities, like, they're filming... 
Is it like they're filming Other a movie? Other dates with maybe. Is it like? But is it like maybe Tad Hamilton's like introduced filming a movie with like some big Hollywood stars and it's like Paris Hilton's in that yeah, scene or something probably, like that. Yeah, probably. Yeah. And yeah, that's all yeah. she Jordana does. Brewster and yeah. I could watch it. I got. It. I could add it because I'm gonna do. Not for a while yet, but I'm going to do like a list of rom-coms to watch mm. in a year um, because I don't watch a lot of rom-coms. And the whole point of these lists are to uh, expand, kind of expand my uh, yeah, yeah film watching. So okay. I could add to that list. Okay. Well, do it. Well, what do you want me to say? Just do it then. <laughs> um, he also directed. <laughs> sorry, he also he writes now. Okay. For a Lego Friends TV show. There's a Lego Friends TV show? I guess. Lego Friends, the next chapter. He's written three episodes. It's a 2023 show. Just started. So. It, oh, but there was a previous one, presumably, if there was a, Presumably. The he didn't write chapter. for that one, though. From what I can make out. I need um, to take it in a bold new creative direction. There. Yeah, he's it's <laughs> from the creator of Dark it. Skies, <laughs> Lego Friends. <laughs> Everyone would go, who? <laughs> like, I don't know that movie. I feel like this is one of the most forgotten horror movies of that era. Yeah, I mean, the fact that I didn't know anything about it, I didn't even know it was Aliens until we started watching the movie. And, like, I've seen, like, almost... Every movie Blumhouse has put out, you know, yeah. like even when they're they are the worst, most bottom of the barrel horror film you can find, I've seen it, mm-hmm. but I've never seen this one. Yeah, this one's uh, it evaded you, much like the aliens when they try to shoot them at the end. Did they evade it though? Or Unclear. They I mean, he fires. Maybe they were. Dude. How do, why would we think the bullets could hurt the aliens, though? You know? Well, because J.K. Simmons said, I don't know, buy a gun, brother. Yeah, but. He, he said, he said, <laughs> he said, let the love of the aliens come down on you. <laughs> buy a gun, brother. <laughs> Use it to shoot them aliens up. <laughs> I said, I said, do it. I think J.K. Simmons could do that role, but true. at this point, he might as well just cast you. Huh? True. I'm pretty much a better actor than J.K. Simmons. I can't do a J.K. Simmons, otherwise I would try. <laughs> he's, too, uh, he's too versatile. You, know, you can't pin him down. Uh-huh. You gotta watch Whiplash, because I true. feel like you could do a Whiplash J.K. Simmons. I probably, from the clips <laughs> I've seen, I probably could. <laughs> He's, he's got, like, an Alex Jones cadence in that movie a little bit. A little bit, yeah. From the clips I've seen. I gotta watch that movie still. I can't um, believe you haven't. I no. mean, you're, you're like, one of the five people on the planet who bought Babylon on Blu-ray, <laughs> yeah. so... Uh, 4K. How dare you? <laughs> Alright. Gotta appreciate every, uh, every pixel of, the, of film, every grain of that movie. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, what? I was going to go into the preacher bit again. <laughs> I oh, just decided man. not to. Uh, yeah, so I think that's maybe all we've got to say about Dark Skies. Aaron, where yeah. would you rank it on the list? Oh, I'd have to pull up that list still. Oh, my God. What? Oh, there's been so much. Oh, there's been so much time. 
I didn't realize we were done talking about it. I mean, I mean do I you have more to say? I don't. I don't okay, have well anything then, what? more to say. Listen, I just sometimes you just gotta know when to say cut. Listen, I, I'm gonna put the 16th. Mm. I'm gonna put it ahead of Apollo 18. Okay. But behind the Lazarus effect. Because mm. I feel like it's very similar vibes to the Lazarus effect, where yeah. it's terrible, but yeah. it's just so funny. Yeah. That's fair. That's very fair. I'm gonna go 18th. Um, behind Escape from Tomorrow, mm-hmm. ahead of Grown Ups, because okay. um, this movie is funnier than Grown Ups, <laughs> which shouldn't be said, but it is. Um, and then Escape from Tomorrow is like actually the worst movie on this list, but I love it to death. So it's so terrible, so misguided in every aspect of filmmaking that I I have to. Include it, you know, like it has to be on. It has to be high. On the sure. list. it shouldn't be. No, it shouldn't be. But gosh, people just want to feel safe. <laughs> you know that line makes me just oh, it's visceral. You know, you just you feel it. And you're like, yes, people do just want to feel safe. Uh huh. I don't want the cat flu. I'm not the I'm not the sick trying to get healed. I'm the I'm the healed trying to have have the devil put the coronavirus in me. We get on Corona. <laughs> that's a that's a quote from uh, a, like a Southern preacher. It's a quote from Dark Skies. <laughs> from, believe it or not, Josh Hamilton says that in this movie. It was very strange when they predicted the coronavirus. Yeah, yeah, kind of wild. I was not expecting. I that. really hope you realize that the uh, the Southern preacher will be in my repertoire from now on. <laughs> Unfortunately. <laughs> For everybody. You just keep unlocking personalities as we go, huh? <laughs> Yeah, for sure. <sighs> yeah, so that's the ranking on it. Um, gosh, I think we're doing last broadcast next, correct? Yeah. That's how you have it set. Yep. So we're going to ha- watch last broadcast next week and tell you all about that one. It's on Shudder. I had to watch it on YouTube before, but it's on Shudder now. But we're going to talk about it next week. Uh, you know, watching 31 Days of Halloween movies. Been some good ones. Mm-hmm. Um, Do you want to talk about them? Is that a- just a quick little overview. Um, yeah, so if you want to read my reviews for 31 Days of Halloween, uh, kick it on over to my letterbox, um, which is at Jake Lace on Letterboxd. <clears throat> you know, I've watched some some good ones, some bad ones. Um, some atrocious ones, even. Um, but, you know, all in all, it's been a, a good time so far. Uh, so we watched, uh, let's see, well, we, I, not we, but I watched, we watched some of them together. Uh, Possession, the 1981 movie. So good. Out, it, just incredible. Outstanding. One of the best performances I've ever seen in my life. Very good. Uh, then we watched The Exorcist Believer, which is the atrocious one. Yeah. So bad, dude. So Blumhouse bad. come so far. My grandma was asking me. She was like, are you going to see The New Exorcist? And I was like, I already did, Grandma. She goes, was it bad? I'm like, yeah, it was bad, Grandma. She's like, I didn't really like the first one. I'm like, yeah, don't. You won't like this one. I'm like, yeah. Like, I love my grandma. Like, but I do not get my enjoyment of horror movies from my grandma. You know? She yeah. does not like them. So I guarantee there is not a chance that she liked The Exorcist when it came out. Right. Um, 
No One Will Save You, which I enjoyed quite a bit. I liked that one. Right. A little Caitlin Deaver uh, vehicle there. Uh, the Mist, loved it. So good. A little uh, dated at times, but so good. Ending is just insane. Big uh, big vibes. Uh, and Titan. Titan. How do you pronounce it? Titan? I think it's Titan, as I looked it up. Okay. Um, very good. Not what I expected. <laughs> very good, though. Um, you know, Julia Ducournu. <laughs> I looked it up and I don't remember it anymore. I'm going to cut that, probably. <laughs> Uh, but she's an amazing director. I just, I, you know, I'll watch what she does forever, probably. Um, and then uh, we're all going to the World's Fair, which I just watched uh, last night. And that it was incredible. Very, very good. Um, yeah, so it's been a good time. So follow me on Jake Lace on Letterboxd. And if you want to see TikToks, uh, you can go to Jake underscore Lace, I believe is what it is on TikTok. Aaron, you want to throw out your, uh, your stuff real quick while I look for that? Yep, um, you can find me at myhonestopinion.com, um, or you can find me on Letterboxd as well. If you search Honest Opinion, you'll find me there. Um, I, I've been, again, watching mainly horror movies uh, a lot with Jacob, a lot of the same movies he watched, so um, nothing, no big projects. Okay, okay. It's uh, Jake underscore Lace underscore, so you can pull me up on there and watch a Tiki Tack. Um, but then I'm just going to tell you to go to Letterboxd anyway, so maybe cut out the metal, man. I don't know. <laughs> anyway, that has been another episode of Gateways to Cinema. Told you where you can find us. I told you what we're watching next week. So instead, how about you just uh, prep yourself for that episode next week? Just settle down nice, cozy on a couch, sitting there nice, and then turn on Shutter and say... Hmm, let me watch last broadcast and then watch it. Mm -hmm. And then when you come to the episode next week, when your little grubby little hands get their hands on the episode and you're excited to listen to it. You can be prepared for us to talk about anything but that movie. <laughs> you can be prepared for us to talk about it. And you'll say, oh, I actually, I have seen the movie. So I, it's not that I don't care about the spoilers. It's that I already know them. So you can just uh, kind of... Snuggle down and listen to that after you've snuggled down and listened to the movie. Hopefully you watched it too. But anyway, alright, alright, see y'all later. <laughs> alright, bye. When an ending. <laughs>